Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, the Vintners Federation of Ireland has called on the government to open the pubs on Monday and let them prove they can implement the rules. Now, I'm going to speak to the chief executive of the VFI, Padraig Cribben, uh, after the break and get his opinion on this. But I want to know what you think. Do you think the pubs should reopen? Do you think the pubs should reopen? I want to know what you think. So let me know. Uh, should the pubs reopen all of them? From Monday onwards, should we be allowed to have weddings with more than 50 people from Monday onwards? Should we be allowed to have 500 people outdoors? Let me know if you think we're ready for that. Uh, Deirdre, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Deirdre? Hi, Niall. How are you today? Good. Getting back to the pubs. Now, you own your own pub. That's right, Niall. I was talking to you, I think, last week or the week before. Oh, when they, when they said they were pausing the reopening. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Niall. That's right, yeah. Um, well, Niall, my view is the same. I'm, 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 I'm going to be gutted. This evening, if the news is that we can't open. Right. So many staff do you have, by the way? Well, I have myself and another guy, and I have uh, another lad that comes in, um, you so, know, in busy periods. I, I take on So busy, it's a small pub? Busy. Yeah, it's, it's out in Croke County, Limerick. Okay, what's the name of it? It's called Croke Park. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we did. We didn't have any prayer meeting there last <laughs> no, week. <laughs> you didn't have any Muslims praying in it. No. no <laughs> All right. No, okay. No, no. All right. Okay. So, so how many people would Crow Park hold? Well, I could hold. I have a function room and I have a bar. So, in total, I could possibly hold up to about four hundred people. Okay, that's if your function room is booked for a wedding or for uh, some sort yeah, of function. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know, parties or whatever. Like, yeah. And I've also got outdoor space. Okay. So, and how much have you spent on adapting your pub, or have you spent much money? Well, I had everything done. I, I had put in um, sanitized uh, units. Um, I have uh, divided the bar up that you have the, the, the two meter distancing. Yeah. Um, which. Um, you know, it, let's say you don't, you don't serve Ireland. food, by the way. You don't serve food. No, no I don't serve food. So my bar is a rural pub, local yeah. community. We do have the off ramblers coming in from, you know, tourists. Uh, we're near a day. Yeah. So we at the end of summertime we get the extra few people, you know, which is great during the, the yeah. But you'd never be rammed, like, would you? Not at all. Like no. we we have the weekends is the busiest. Right. So like I mean, in a place like where I am, we've no problem in containing the regulations. No problem whatsoever. No problem. So but what are you going to do if they turn around today and say, "Listen, uh, no, no, we're when we're now too many new cases. Now we're not going to chance that." I'll be devastated. Hmm. Absolutely devastated. So, can, but can you survive? I mean, can you survive financially? I don't know how long more I can survive. I'm actually, I, I'm like, like three hundred and three hundred and fifty euros a week isn't floating it because I, I still have to pay insurance. I still have to pay electricity up there. I still have to turn on coolers and everything. Yeah. Um, I still have to use the water. I have to pay for all these things. So, I st- the COVID payment is not, you know, and I don't expect anybody to have to pay for me. By the way, how are the how are the breweries responding? Um, obviously, you have bills well, with I've the breweries. Well, I had my drink all in. I've had a, I, I yeah. had all my drink in. That has to go back again. Well, right, okay. Because what's I see? I wouldn't know. But what's the shelf life on a, on the on the beer? Well, the shelf life the shelf life Guinness would be because I got it in in time. Um, I would have another three weeks. How long I'd, can you keep a keg of Guinness for? Um, well, um, I I three months. Oh, can you? All right, I, I, so, that's yeah. some of them. Some of them only. Yeah. Guinness doesn't have the same shelf life. But 
I usually get my drink in fresh every week so that I have good quality beer yeah. and good, good quality Guinness. I don't like to keep it stocked up um, that I have like a lot of kegs there and they're sitting there for weeks. I get my stock every week. It's fresh. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I've been out Nile, out in the boat for the last two weeks, right? Looking at places to get ideas to see how people are doing it. Um, I was in Kilmare and Kilarglin yesterday in Killarney. The people queuing outside doors of restaurants and pubs to get in. Mm-hmm. Right, I think that we should have all been allowed open before the August weekend. In that instance, we'd have had dispersed the people more well, easily. Well, that was my thinking, Ella. You're, you're diluting you're right, the problem, right. yeah. You're absolutely 100% right. Mm. Um, but then, like, there's an awful lot of irresponsible people out there, both in the industry and the people that are going into customers. Totally irresponsible. I've seen it. But you, could, you could say that about every industry. I mean, I've seen some shops, for example, where, you know, they're very strict about their social distancing. I've seen other shops where nobody's bothering wearing masks or nobody's social distance and nobody seems to give a shite. So I've seen uh, in that in all industries, not just... I think the pub industry is getting a bad rap here, to be honest with We're you. We're getting a bad rap, but uh, you're right, Mel. We have seen it in every industry. Mm. You're right. I've seen it in the hospitals, as I said to you the last time I was on. I had to be at the hospital, take somebody in there. I was there for two days, two, two different incidents. There was no sanitization being done. None of the seats were being cleaned. I sat there for 12 hours, both occasions. So that's the hospital that's supposed to be, you know, that's, that's where the people that, if you get sick with COVID, that's yeah. where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we talk about shops. We can, we can go on. This, t- this, this list is endless. Like every, the music industry is suffering. Everybody is suffering. I mean, but today, like, as we are talking about the pubs and, our livelihood, and I don't think we should be penalised. Okay, well, we'll stay, we'll stay there for a second because I want to go to Mark as well. Well, stay there. Mark, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mark? No, how are you? Uh, Mark, you, you're kind of on the fence as to whether they should open or shouldn't open. Well, I mean, give me a good reason why they shouldn't. Well, I, like, I, I, I don't think, like, the bars that did open, now they're saying that they're abiding by rules. No, I'm not going to mention names, bars. Well, most, I, I most of them are, I think, aren't they? Most of them are. Well, they, they are and they aren't. Like, a lot, like, a lot of the regular guys are drinking bars and they go in at like they're, they're, they're like the older people know whatever. That we're yeah, well, they're more than 109 minutes. Yeah. They, they, but, uh, but, but the greatest uh, respect, Mark, you know, I don't know what the scientific evidence is behind the 109 minutes. Are you going to catch COVID on the 110th minute? And the same with the nine euro meal. I think that was a guideline brought in to make sure they didn't get too busy, I suppose. Yeah, but it's, it's still not being abided by, you know what I mean? But, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, but I are people really going around with a stopwatch and, and kicking people out at 109 at the, sta- at the start, a lot, a lot, I have a lot of friends in, in the pub. I'm a musician 26 years. I have a lot of friends and managers and owners and stuff in bars. And the first, like, like a lot of people come in and they will come in just because they haven't been in bars in a long time. They come in and they have their food. They will abide by the time. But the guys that are used to drinking in bars every day, they're coming in and they're not abiding by it. And, and it yeah, but, I, yeah, but, but there was no logic behind that 109-minute thing. I don't believe there was. No. Anyway, I mean, I can go into a shop. I can go into B&Q tomorrow or Ikea or whatever, right? And I can stay there for three hours if I want to. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, what, what was why were they putting that restriction on bars? They, the idea was that it just wouldn't get too busy. Not as busy yeah. yeah, but, they, yeah, they, but, but I, they should keep an eye on that. All they have to do is say, just make sure it doesn't get too busy, lads. I just don't That's think it's amazing. fair. Like, I... I I don't think that, like, I, I think that, I don't think they're going to let the bars open at the ball. 
Uh, the, their main objective is to get the schools open. That's that, 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 that's what they're kind of putting up lately. In the last well, that's days. what they said in the United yeah. Kingdom. They've said it's either the schools or the bars. That's the kind of choice they're giving people. In other words, yeah. if the schools are uh, to open, the bars have to close. Yeah, and it's the same. Like, they are, like I, I, in, in my opinion, like I know it's, 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 a, it's a, a virus we've never faced before. Or we haven't seen anything like it. But like, but like, I, like the government will make up rules as we go along. Like like the thing about going up to the social web or up at the airports and stuff like that. The backlash from that was unbelievable, and they they, they stopped that two days later. Put but they're, but they're making. I mean, you heard Luke, Professor Luke O'Neill was on the radio this morning saying maybe we should open the rural pubs, right, uh, or let them open and not the the city ones. But if we go by the cases, no, I, um, I, I think to be honest with you, the cases, most of the cases over the last couple of days were in rural Ireland. So yeah, that but, doesn't make it. There's no sign. People, they're just guessing at this stage. Yeah, sorry, Nile. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Deirdre, go ahead. Sorry, Nile, for interrupting. Right, the cases that you're talking about in rural Ireland are, are, are tourist attractions. Hmm. Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm looking I, here, I that, like five the five most five recent five. cases, the 46 or whatever it was yesterday, 15 cases were in Kildare, 8 were in Leash, 7 were in Clare, 5 in Offaly, and the remaining 11 were spread across 9 other counties. Yeah. So, like, so the dub, for the first time, the dubs are not to blame for this. <laughs> <laughs> Up the dubs. But the, thing is, the, thing is, the thing is, with the music, Niall, it, it's actually, it's not, it's not illegal, it's not by law that it's because like, I, I know a few bars in Cork and, and I, I've heard of a few bars in Dublin and I've heard of a few bars in Clarity that are a few hotels in Clarity that actually, actually are doing music. Mm. It's not illegal, it's just frowned upon, you know. Um, it's frowned upon it, to have you musicians. It musician. is frowned upon. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's like, like, like a lot of, uh, there's a few big bars in Cork City that they, they have, they, they, they're kind of moved more, more to restaurants and they're advertising themselves as a restaurant more than a bar. And there's one particular bar putting an awful lot of money into it with building little hubs and stuff like that, big sitting. But that bar has, has music um, all weekend, you know. Um, I don't see any harm in music. As long, Absolutely I, I no harm whatsoever. No, as and long as people is, are not jumping around like loonies. Sorry for joking. Yeah, like, if we don't have music, we're going to suffer major depression. Mm. Music is what keeps us going. Music was my first love. I didn't yeah, know my last. I, I, I haven't done a gig since the 15th March. No, I, I like, as you said, no what do you, what do you do? Are you a singer, Mark, is it? I'm a singer, yeah. I'm a singer, yeah. Are you a good, one? Are you good singer or are you just chancing around? <laughs> if I do it in 26 years, I hope I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm getting away. Okay, well, well hold on bo- both of you there for a second. I want to go to Rebecca as well. Uh, Rebecca, should they open these pubs or what? No, I think they should. Look, people are having massive house parties and I can tell you now, there's friends of mine that have gone away and they've been in pubs and as I was saying to you, the, the publicans, right, the ones that are supposed to be restaurants have put pizza boxes down with no food in them. They've shoved pa- newspapers into chipper bags. Right? Yeah, I know. It looks like there's food going on. Like, it's, it's but you think the Gardaí are going around checking for, do you think the Gardaí had nothing better to do? Yeah, but go around checking for receipts to see if people are buying food. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I know of a Because that, we all know that a nine euro meal is the cure for COVID-19. Exactly. <laughs> I know of a place where you go in and, the and they offer you a receipt. Yeah. So they, do. they said, do you want a receipt so you can stay that bit longer? Now, I work in the bar, right? Now, I love it. All about things get back to work. Yeah. I just want to get back to work. I'm sick of it. Right. sick of being at home. Oh, sorry. I just get terrible upset. I know. I can hear you. I hear you get upset. You're bored out of your head, are you? Bored out of my head. Right? I, I dropped my mother up to have a meal yesterday at, um, in the local public home. I'm not going to say where it is. But when I went up there, there was a car outside. That was fine. I went to collect my mother and her partner two hours later. They come out, they were married, they had their few drinks. But while I was going back into town to drop my young one in, which was five hours later, there was five cars, the same edge, outside the pub. Yeah. So there was. Like, it's, it's, 
there. So and you so you don't believe there's a, a massive risk in allowing the rest of the pubs open and you I get back to I work? I think you're going to be able to control it better. Well, well, look, well, let's risk. be clear about something here. There's always going to be a risk. Of course there's exactly. a risk. Exactly. There is. There's going if to be a risk. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm listening to Rebecca. I, you know, it's upset me listening to it. Rebecca, on the radio, crying her eyes out because she wants to go back to work. <laughs> Did she ever think you'd hear the day? I'm never going to ask my boss to get off again, ever. You're, you're never going to ask for a day I'm off right. again. I'm going to ask for a day off and I swear to God, it would ready to kill my family. <laughs> and what's the name of the bar you work in? Can you tell us? It's, uh, well, I can. It's McDonald's Bar in Newbridge. Okay, all right. It's, it's a lively pub. And if you... I tell and you as you're, I'm sure your boss has put a few quid into getting social distancing and... He has and he just needs to go ahead. And yeah, he just wants to open. He, he just wants to open. Thing. And he's had us in a few times getting ready, getting everything set up and then the last time, on the Wednesday before we were talking, when... You were in kind of practicing, yeah, training. Getting ready, get, getting ready and then we told no, sorry, I'm going back to work yet. Well, well, we'll know today. They're deciding today. We should know in the next half an but hour or so. I have a funny feeling they're not going to let us back until the kids go back to school. But even, you, you've heard what they said in Great Britain, that they're not opening them at all. They said it's either the schools or the pubs, you have a choice. And I, I don't know where that choice came from because it seems like a bizarre choice. Yeah. I mean, you can control, like, within reason. You can control kind of adults. Like, you only allow 50 in. We let 50 in. If we can stay for two hours, right? The majority of pubs are letting them stay for the two hours, which is fine. Yeah. Okay. But how are you going to control... Like, would you, genuinely, like, would you go over to little Johnny you know, the local regular who's in there four or five hours a day and say, Johnny, 109 minutes is up, you have to go. It's up. Well, now, do you know what? Like, 95% of our bar trade is our regulars. They are regulars. And I've been talking to them on the show. And they, they'd stay more than 109 minutes, wouldn't they? No, what they were saying, they just, like that, they just want to get back in. Well, I think as long as you're, I think the regulations should stay, as long as you restrict the amount of people per square foot that you have in your pub, that should be okay. It should be okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, listen, Rebecca, I have to go to break, but listen, I hope you get back to work and just don't be getting so right. upset, Rebecca. <laughs> Jesus. I never thought I'd get so upset. Oh, you'll never ask for a holiday in your life again. All right. Never, ever. All right, never. Rebecca, I hope you get back to work on Monday and I hope the pub's open. I want to get your calls on this. Does anybody else believe it's too much of a risk? Let me know. After the break, by the way, we get back to the pubs. We will talk to the Vintners Association and find out, should they be open on Monday? Lots and lots of people texting about the pubs. People, Some people saying they shouldn't open. Others saying they should. You've had Luke O'Neill on this morning on the radio saying that rural pubs should be allowed open, but there's no science behind that decision. It doesn't make a huge amount of sense to me. It's kind of guesswork, isn't it, really? Uh, but to talk to us a little bit more about it is Padraig Cribben, uh, who is the Chief Executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. Good afternoon to you, Padraig. Afternoon, Niall. Uh, Padraig, look, we can only speculate at the moment. Uh, Neffet are meeting as we speak, so to speak, unless you've had uh, words, unless you've already had through the grapevine what the decision is going to be as to what's going to happen on Monday. I mean, your members must be very confused at this stage. Uh, this is very unfair, Niall. This is the second time in three weeks that we have been uh, led to this situation where people don't know whether they can open next Monday. They've got to order stock. There are 20,000 people out there don't know whether they're going to go to, back to work next So sure, I had Monday. Rebecca on the air just before the break works in a bar. She was crying, crying. Yeah. She just wants to go back to work. Not, it's, just, it's, it's just the mental anguish that government are creating by their dithering and by their, their indecisiveness is just, it, it's appalling. Uh, and it's no way to treat people in any walk of life. Okay, but their concerns are, of course, that a pub that doesn't serve food is going to have people standing more so than sitting and the risk is a little bit higher. It's very simple. You you can give us the guidelines. Make the guidelines for seating. We'll make them work. 
you know, you know, pubs are now open five weeks. Uh, to my knowledge, there is absolutely no cluster has come from any pubs. No, uh, not, not that I'm aware of. No. So uh, you know, there's uh, what's happening here is 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 um, unfair in this respect, and it happened three weeks ago. The government used the pubs as a pawn in a game, and they used them by saying, "Look, things are very bad. We didn't even let the pubs open." It was to send a message to the public. The Taoiseach himself said it in two interviews. We sent a very strong message to the public by not proceeding to phase four. Uh, and that is not acceptable to use three and a half to 4,000 family businesses, 20 to 25,000 jobs to send a message that nobody is listening to because if they were listening to it, it would have worked. Well, it Professor Luke O'Neill this morning suggested that rural pubs should be allowed to open. Now, Based on even last night's cases, the majority were actually in rural Ireland. Um, they were, well, when I say they, were in, they weren't in cities, they weren't in Dublin or Cork or Limerick or Galway. So the majority of the cases outside were outside. So his message this morning doesn't seem to be based on science, more so guesswork. Um, I, I mean, did you, did you hear what he said? No, I didn't hear it. But, you know, uh, what we have said all along is that we should be listening to the science but the science across Europe is, seems to be very different to the science in Ireland. The science in the north of Ireland seems to be very different to the science in the south because the north, of, the north are opening up on, on Monday next. So hopefully that the science that uh, Neffet were looking at this morning and that the government will look at in the afternoon will be sensible science and they'll allow us to go ahead. Well, Philip, Nolan, well, Philip Nolan from Neffet said, uh, not the week we wanted, but uh, the week we got an increase in cases, but most likely in outbreaks, not much in growth, sporadic cases or community transmission. So in other words, there, I, I'm sure most of your members, uh, you know, kind of went, oh, my God, when they saw the cases uh, going up a little, because there was a couple of clusters around the country. But that's to be expected when people are out and about. Thankfully, not too many people died. Very few people have actually died, thankfully, in the last couple of weeks. Um, do, do, is that a reason why the government should say, no, hold the horses there? No, I mean, the clusters are, are quite identifiable. Uh, what we've had over the last, not just in the last week or two, but we've had clusters in meat factories and, and, and processing factories that people don't seem to have uh, got to grips with. We've had some clusters, uh, I, I have no doubt, I mean, if I go back three weeks, the government said the problem was with house parties. I said then we will be sitting here in three weeks' time and the problem will still be with house parties. And we are sitting here, unfortunately, I was correct, we're sitting here three weeks later and the problem is with house parties. So in other words, if we open the pubs, there won't be too much of a reason to be having those house parties? No, I think there will still be house parties. It would be naive of me to think that if, if the pubs were open, there'd be no house parties. But, you know, I, I would hope that there would be quite a lot less of them. And, you know, you know if you look at, for example, uh, the, 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 there is no... A controlled environment in a house party. They talk about 10 people from four different households in a house. You know, most kitchens, most sitting rooms, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be challenged to take 10 people and social distance at the same time. Uh, so, look, I would say that there is a strong argument, actually, for opening the pubs without even getting into, and I'll quote Dr. Matt O'Toole, um, who's been a, a fairly prominent um, a commentator on this where he said if they follow the guidelines it's safe to open the pubs he said in ireland at the moment the fact that pubs aren't open 
is having a detrimental effect on people's mental health. Now, he didn't refer to publicans' mental health, and I can assure you from talking to publicans day in, day out, it is a major issue. Okay, and what about the suggestion, and there has been criticisms, of uh, some of the pubs are not abiding by the rules, not abiding by the 109 minutes, uh, pretending to serve food and handing people receipts or empty pizza boxes. Um, Do you believe in general? I mean, look, it's unfair, I think, just to target pubs. I think there's many other businesses out there are not abiding by the rules all the time as well, or bending the rules a bit. Is it unfair to target the pubs or, or, you know, or is it, is it fair? Well, the, I mean, have you spoken to your members Niall, about that? The first thing to say, Niall, is that no other sector has been subjected to the same amount of inspection and monitoring. In the first weekend alone, there were just shy of 7,000 visits to pubs. That's, uh, three, that's nearly five weeks ago now. I suspect at this stage that the, the number of inspections is somewhere between twenty and 30,000. No other business has been subjected. There are a number that are not uh, complying with the guidelines. And we have been very uh, uh, loud in, in our condemnation of those, number one, and in calling for the full forces of the law to be applied to them. We but, make can, but are the guidelines realistic, Patrick? When we talk about particularly the, the wet pubs, which hopefully will open on Monday, right? We don't know because we haven't seen the well, guidelines. Well, if we say that the guidelines will say, you know, that you can't stay more than 109 minutes or something like that, is, is it really going to be possible for a barman, you know, in a smaller type pub to go over to Johnny at the corner of the bar who normally sits there every day for three or four hours or Mary and say, listen, you have to go. Well, do, you, do you think that's going to happen? You see, we would say that, that the 105 minutes in the context of a wet pub does not really make sense for this reason. If I go into a pub, um, and God forbid I was carrying COVID-19 but didn't realise it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm asked to leave after 105 minutes and I'm out for the night and I go down to pub number two and then I go to pub number three. Mm-hmm. I, in I other now, words, you're increasing the risk. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, all right. No, I, I do get you. That makes, that makes perfect sense to me, to be honest with you. You're just going to spread it to two or three pubs. Right. And I have heard people, uh, I spoke to somebody the other day, actually, who booked three meals in three different pubs. Yeah, because they, they were out for the night. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than staying in the same place. So, in other words, it would be easier just to, in the guidelines to restrict numbers per square foot, I suppose, would be the best way to do it, wouldn't that, it? That, that's a way of doing it, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, Padraig, I, I wish your members well. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not hopeful. Um, I, I don't want to speculate. But I have a funny feeling that they're going to say that rural pubs can open on Monday, but the rest can't. Uh, look, we, we've got to wait and see. What, how would you what, How would what, you feel if that was the case? And again, we're speculating, but how would you feel if that was the case? Look, they it's said? a hypothetical situation. I doubt that that's going to happen, but uh, we, will, we, we will take whatever guidelines are there. We will work with them. And, you know, I would be happy that the vast, vast, vast majority of publicans will make them work. Because bear in mind... You know, in a lot of cases... So are you saying all or nothing, really, is what you're saying? Uh, I think that's the way they will go. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I think that's the way they will go. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. For okay. The, okay. Patrick Cribben, Chief Executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland. I want to know what you think as well. The number is 87 Is it all or nothing? And should they be allowed to open? Somebody says, get with the programme. For God's sake, there's been no clusters in pubs. The man is right. I've checked out the information on it already. Uh, let the bloody things open. We open up everywhere else. Why not the pubs? At this stage, it's just discrimination. Billy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Billy? Yes, I agree with everything you said there, Niall. It's absolutely disgraceful the way they're being treated. Like, you, you have the hairdressers open, and I won't mention any hairdressers, but you see that you're getting your haircut fellas on the seat for half an hour, and you're right beside the fella who's cutting your hair and stuff like that. They're being treated scandalously. And at the moment, Niall, as well, nothing makes more sense, any sense anymore. What about this green list? 
You know, you can go countries and, uh, and then you can't, uh, the ones you go to on the green list, you don't have to quarantine. And yet, we're still having these debates. That man, uh, part of Cribbon, the leader of the fitness, and all the people losing in their businesses. And yet, we're still letting people in from the United States of America, which is the most infected country in the world. Why are we still letting? That's what a question I want answered. By when, the when, you say, when you say we're letting them in, they've been told they have to isolate for 14 but, days. What but more Lyle, can you do? Me, me, you, the dogs in the street, everyone knows they're not isolating, Nile, right? But you know, okay, so what's the alternative? Do you ban flights from America? Yeah, of course, I told you. Lock down okay. Europe. I okay. says every European country locks down people from outside of Europe. I told mm. you this before. But I mean, right? didn't Erlingus announce losses of whatever it was, four point something billion the yeah, other day? Listen, I mean, listen, you, you can't... I mean, you're saying unfair treatment of pubs. They would turn around equally and say to you, now you're, you're unfairly targeting the aviation industry as no, well. Listen, the aviation industry be fine. All the other European countries... Just 20 what di- yeah, but what, what difference is 300 people on a plane and 300 people in a pub? Hell, I'll tell you the hell of a difference is because America is the most affected country in the world at the moment. Well, that's you're not that, you're not basing that really on statistics, are you? It, but it's a fact, and Brazil. Well, is no, it's, well, it's not. It's not a fact. When you when you start looking, actually, drill down into the facts, they test more people than any other country in but the listen, world. Probably like, the moment. That, like I said, I agree their with deaths per million. Hang on, let me respect Billy. Let yeah. me finish. Their deaths per million are not much higher than Ireland. Right. Well, but listen. They're letting every every other business is open, and they, like I said, I wouldn't wouldn't be a, uh, even though I worked at Bar Trade twenty eight twenty nine years, I wouldn't be a fan of most publicans anyway. But uh, I'm just uh, I'm just calling them for what it is. It is discrimination. They're being treated scandalously. And do you do you think they can? I mean, look, you worked in the trade yourself for a few years. Yeah. Do, you, do you think they could abide by the rules? I mean, Billy, if you were still working in the trade and you were behind the bar. You know, Mary and Johnny, who's a regular who sits there for most of the evening, would you be able to go over and tell them, you know, listen, you have to go. Your, your time is up. Uh, sure, uh, no, I don't know what the guidelines will be. Well, but when the smoking ban came in, people told me they wouldn't. They told me, if I went over and told them to go, I wouldn't have a smoke. They told me, they'd tell me to go. And, and I told them, well, if you do that, then you won't be drinking here again. But uh, it would work again, but your capacity be down lower. But uh, like I say, it's just not all making sense. There's one rule for one person and another for another. They're treat- I'm surprised they have took it this this far, uh, like, uh, I've seen the publicans go to war with Diageo, Guinness, you name it. They went to war. They've always normally won. They're a big lobby, big group. I reckon if it's, uh, they're not open on Monday next, I reckon they'll go to war with the government. I don't think they'll accept it this time. Well, it'll be difficult for them to survive. Well, stay there for a second. I want to go to Michal as well. Michal, you're on Classic Hits. Michal, uh, Billy said just let them open, for God's sake. No, I wouldn't let them open. Health and safety is first. I do agree with them, though, with people coming in from America and everything. Health and safety in what respect? Give me, give me the scientific reason is, it's why. If there's a chance that they are going to, by opening the pubs, there's going to be any slim chance at all they're going to cause an increase in the infection rate. When you say any slim chance, you can't, you can't dictate public policy on a guess of a slim chance. Hold on a second. A slim chance is that we're up 53 or 60 cases yesterday and the day before. Yeah, but the we identified, we know where the cases are from and we've identified. Well, to do, it's, and it's nothing to do with pubs. Nothing to do with pubs. They can't do anything to do with pubs because the pubs haven't opened. Well, they it's are. The, the restaurant pubs. pubs are open, aren't they? The pubs serving food are open. So it's the, the pubs serving food have been open for the last four, well, it's three or four weeks now. Uh, so and there hasn't been a huge surge in the amount of people catching COVID in a pub and a restaurant. So what's the problem? 
the problem is you can't uh, paint you, you paint with the bush, you may paint a whole lot with the bush. The point is there's so many different organisations out there all going mad. They all want to open. The public in is a place where people congregate. Now, I'm not a fan of drinking. I don't drink. I don't care about the pubs. Yeah, and I, and I don't, don't drink either, and I don't care either. But in saying yeah. that, I care about people's jobs. But if people's job, my job is gone. There's nobody cares a rattling shit about me, and I can't even get the COVID-19 because I'm told I'm too old. But my job is gone. How about the likes of me? There's thousands of us in the country. Yeah, but hang on, what's the make me a lion fight for your job too. You know what I mean? I'll fight for everybody's job. You will fight for it, but there's not a mention of it. There's not a mention. The governor's not promoting ageism. It's discrimination. It's ageism. Yeah but, you, yeah, but would it not be discrimination to say to pubs just because they don't serve a pizza for nine euro or a burger that you can't open? Is that not discrimination as well? Well, well you can call it what you like, but that's it. So you have to paint the whole out of the brush. You shut them or you don't shut them. And I personally would not allow anybody to open any line of business if I thought for one minute it was going to increase the chances but of... But you're guessing. You're not, you're not a scientist and you're guessing. I'm not. And, I'm and you're guessing. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, 100%. But then why not, why not open the pubs? And then if we know it's in two or three weeks, because it'll take, they say it takes two weeks, although usually you'd see it within a week because it's seven to 14 days. Yeah. If we see an increase, a massive increase in cases, which originate in pubs, well then let's look at it again. But so yeah, why, yeah, would you, why would you do that? Why would you say... Let, let's look at it again. This is the whole So problem. how long, how long, how long me hard do you want to say you this I mean, yeah, but if you if you go down the route of saying, oh, we can't do that because there might be a risk attached to it, should we never open anything again? But I have to agree with you. It's absolutely chronic. It's just out of my mind. I look back at the world and I say, Jesus Christ, who in the wildest dreams, especially my age, would ever think that the like of this could ever happen? All because of the Shanghai Chinese. As far as I'm concerned, the deliberate... Yeah, but, yeah, but, but me, but all with respect, you're being part of the problem. Pardon? With respect, you're being part of the problem by saying they shouldn't open. <laughs> they should, yeah, they shouldn't open. That's correct, because if, if, if by them opening, if there's a chance in the world of them promoting the disease or causing it to spread further, you say, oh, yeah, there's only two in it, but that two met two more, and they met another five or six. You don't know where the name of God is going to start. And we don't have to okay, talk okay. about Okay, well, 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 hang on, Billy, there you go. Me, I believe it's too much of a risk. No, listen, now, it's much more safer than a hairdresser being open. How, how the hell did they get open first? Before the pubs? Yeah, 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 no, I... I They're sitting I, right beside someone's cutting your hair right in your face. There's a risk attached to going to the shop tomorrow, for example. There's a risk attached everywhere. Yeah, exactly. The if you wanted to be, look at it like that. The shops have been open for ages. I've been going into Duns, getting me shopping, leaving. Then the McDonald's across the road from us closed. Uh, you used to be able to go in and get your takeaway and bring it out. I don't know why it closed. It should have stayed open to walk in and get out. It's the same as walking in and getting your groceries. A lot of things might not make sense. The pub should be open. I'm surprised they're not. And if they're not open on Monday, I really expect them to go to war with the government. And like most of the time when oh, they, they go will. to war, they will. the publicans will oh, win. I'd expect them to go to war with the government. The publicans will win. So many and they'll win. And I'll be backing them myself. Sorry, Michal. Go ahead, yeah. I see my local shop here in the village. I challenged a fellow a couple of days ago. God, I'll be buying you Land Rover. And I said, God, fair do this, you man, you're driving well. Oh, yeah. He said, you're filling it up with diesel. I said, there must be terrible scarcity money. He says, why? I said, you don't have any face mask. I said, you're coming in here to a shop where everybody else has a face mask. I said, who the shag in hell do you think you are? Well, 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 well Jason, me, you're very judgmental. He doesn't, he doesn't have to wear a face mask. You don't have he to, no. Well, everybody... If he, he, the government guidance is there to do it, but there's no law says you have to do it. There's no law, but no. common sense will tell you. You're not even a complete house. Well, how do you know the man might have some sort of medical problems that he gets? We need to all stop judging each other. 
God's sake. But, well, well, if you see nine people out of ten doing uh, carrying out a particular line, you surely follow suit. You want to? Well, I Absolutely. Yeah. I, if I walk into a shop and and the rule in the shop is that you must wear a mask, I'll, I have a mask in my pocket. I'll put it on. But if I walk into a shop where there's no rule that I have to wear a mask, I don't wear one. Well, I wear that's just one that's just my choice. Huh? Because I have no, I, have no I respect other people. What I have, and I will not want to spread it to anybody else. Okay, but I, I would respect the views and the policies of the particular shop or venue, and I would put one on if they asked me to. But I'm not going to argue about it. I'm not one of these people that start giving out about me rights and me freedoms and all that kind of carry on. But if I go into a place that doesn't have any mask wearing policy, I won't wear one. Well, I pulled the shop in question. I said, excuse me. I said, you not, what's the mask? Oh, she said, what can we do about it? I said, don't serve them. Why would, simple, I wouldn't. But there's no, there's no law, there's no losses they shouldn't serve. Them. I know, well, you're twenty. Okay, well, 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 hang on for a second. So, well, let me go to Carl as well. Carl, you're on classic uh, kids. How, 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 how you know? I didn't catch the first gentleman's name that spoke there. Um, Billy, Billy was the first chap, Billy and then, and then Mihal is the man who said we shouldn't open the pubs. I agree with Mihal, and I agree with everything that Billy said. I thought he put it very, very nicely. In fact, I rang you earlier in the summer when you brought this this up, Nile, when people were getting a bit tired of lockdown and wanting places opened up, and I said the pubs will always have a difficult time because for my money and I've been I'm not a big drinker but I love the pub I've always socialised there from the time I was a youngster and I still go because I don't drink at home do you follow me yep. so I've always gone to meet my friends and have meetings and the sponsor of the football club has always been the pub so it's been very very good to me over the years even though they wouldn't make a fortune on the few pints of Smithwick's I drink but there's, I've seen over the years now a, a, a big anti-pub lobby has come maybe it's our relationship with drink and the pub has been blamed for it and, I, and, and, and then now, once again, that blame has been heaped on the pub. If you think of my, my brother goes down to a leisure centre, he can go and he can yep. swim, he can go into a steam room, a sauna. He, you know, there are on gyms and perspiring like mad. He can go and get his hair cut. You know yourself now that there's social distancing in some places, but not in others. We all know that. Some people wear masks, some people don't. A mate of mine called up the other day. He's, 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 he's a driving instructor. He's back doing his job again. But the pub mm. has been hit big, big time. I, 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 well, I, I, I mean, look, if it was ever the case that they've already opened half them, I would kind of say, well, look, I believe they're being hit hard, but they're all being hit together. But at this stage, you know, to let, allow half them to open just because they but, happen to serve a little that, bit Nile, of food. The money, the, Nile, the money that they have spent. And I, was, I would love to They're ask, messing with them. They're, they're, they're just yeah. messing with them at this stage. 35,000, somebody said they spent on putting up the things. And I'd love to ask Billy, I, I totally agree with them. I thought the pubs were going to go to war. With the government. Oh, I know. I think, Nile, I, de- I think they will go to war Nile, after Monday. Nile, the law is a very, very funny thing. If everywhere is opened up and I am prohibited from doing my job, is that legal? To, to, to keep but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but uh, there are, I mean, by the way, okay, the pub's, a, the pub's not the only industry. As you know, we spoke to Luann Parle at the start of the show. She's a musician. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she's prohibited from doing her job. Well, I know that, but that might be slightly different insofar as if I spent 35000 on on putting up my premises to, to, to what was the, what was wanted. In other words, with all the, I mean, the mm-hmm. local pub I go to, the, it's got all the, you know, the barriers up and all the perspects and all the rest of it. So if I spend all that money, am I prohibited from going to work when everywhere else is opened up? Well, I think that's the case. They'll probably try and take against the government on Monday if they're not allowed to open. Well, I'm very, very, I agree with Billy. I thought yeah, they were okay. going to go Well, back. OK, so just finally, in relation to what Michal says, Michal says it's too much of a risk. Um, no, I, I don't, I, well, no, I'd love to ask Michal about the risk. I keep hearing this. I heard this thing, and you and I spoke about this when I rang you earlier, when you said there's a tsunami of mental health coming down the track. And now nothing 
nothing seems to be done about it. That just sentence comes along, a tsunami of mental health. Come, I mean, even, you can probably hear it in my own voice, I'm yeah. really stressed. But the yeah. bottom line is, Noel, nothing is done. It's just said by the nepotism. Okay, well, okay, we're well, just very quickly, Michal, Michal, respond yeah. to that. I mean, th- there's I will respond to that 20 or 30,000, but well, hang on, 20 or 30,000 people working in that industry, uh, relying on the, de- the, the decision of the government today to make the right decision. Uh, and also, not only that, you've got people who are getting married, uh, who have maybe 90 people booked for their wedding. They thought that was going to be extended to 100 people. That was paused as well. There's loads of other stuff here on this thing from Monday. If they pause it all, a lot of people are out of work. Mental health is a big problem, Michal. Well, well, I have to agree with that. But I was saying to you earlier on, you can't paint the mother bush and paint the whole goddamn lot. Some of the pubs are opened. More will kick up on Monday. There's going to be murder. But entitled to these, all these musicians and all that, that affects me big time in my line of work, which I don't have now at the minute. But the point about it is, if you open more, you may open the lot. And I will think that the pub will create one hell on Monday. You have them down there in the yard. Okay, but you're, yeah, but you're the one saying they shouldn't open. I'm saying, no, I say none of them should be open. None but of them. You can't, you can't have some of them open. Say, well, well, yeah, well, then, that, well, then you're being unfair. Why would you I'm, allow restaurants to open? Why would you allow shops to open and then not allow pubs to open? No, I wouldn't allow restaurants or to open. Or hairdressers, for that matter. Restaurants, restaurants are not essential. A restaurant and a pub, I would allow the pub to open. Just They're not essential. They are, they are essential. They're part of our social life as human beings. You might not think they're essential. And yes, they are a luxury to go to a restaurant. I understand that. But as part of our social life, they are essential. The so, so the pub is essential as part of our social system. It is. Absolutely. It is. Now, I will agree with that. I'm saying that if some of the pubs are allowed to open, I'd allow the whole goddamn lot to open. You can't be just painting with two different butchers. Okay, okay. Oh, quick, very quickly, who said Niall there? Sorry, was that... Okay, it was Carl. I wanted to say, I'd love to get your opinion on also, Niall. When I spoke to you back again in May and June and July, I used to ring your programme regularly when I was under lockdown. I always ring it regularly if I can. And I, I, I never heard anything about the schools. The schools were had, had, had a format to, 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 to open up in August and September. All of a sudden, when it came to July the 20th and we, we got the pubs, no, 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 the pubs can't open up. And the next thing, then, when it, a few weeks later, August started to come. And this, somebody then invented this thing that, oh, if, the, if we open up the pubs, the schools can't open up. Well, I never heard but that. But this, no, this is in there. No, no, that's over the weekend. Boris Johnson said, oh, well, it wasn't Boris Johnson, it was his secretary. The health secretary said um, that it may come to a choice of yeah, either the pubs or the schools. No, it wasn't said here. I did say it happened in the UK. In the UK. No, it was said here, Niall. Oh, was it? No, I, did, I didn't hear it said here. Regular people. I heard Rachel English actually putting words in a fella's mouth and said, I don't you think we're going to have to forsake opening the pubs to get the schools I, And I don't see, uh, maybe somebody can scientifically explain to me the connection between the two. That's what, that's, that's, I that's, don't that's, get that's the, the connection. I brought it up, Niall. It just seems to be weird. And it only sprung it, up in August. When there's no August. scientific connection between the two, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't see the connection. I know in the UK they're saying that if the, when the schools open, they may have to close the pubs again. And I just don't see the connection between the two. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.